DP, a weekly podcast talking about high school and college sports right here in Central Illinois. I'll discuss what I saw in the past week, what's coming up on Channel 1450, and what we're looking forward to. Episode 7 of Season 3, we are into Week 3 of the high school football season, and we have our first football player guest of the year on the podcast. Rochester senior Henry Beaker joins me in a few minutes to talk football, Rochester, and even a little basketball. First, what I saw last week. Last Thursday, Norma U-High Volleyball sweeps Rochester to really set themselves up at the top of the CSA standings to start the season. But as we'll talk about later, it's a pretty decent list of teams that are competing for that spot this year. A good win for the Pioneers who played about as well as I've seen them play on the volleyball court. On Friday night, I was in Rochester for almost a half, saw the Rockets defense dominate Springfield High and the offense flowed better than what it did in week one. The Rochester train is starting to roll. They head to Decatur on Friday this week, more on that shortly. But last Saturday, I was back in Rochester in the morning for some cross country. The Rocket invite is Pleasant Plains girls who win the team title followed closely by Rochester. On the boys' side, it's Owen Morgan leading Taylorville to the team title with the individual win as well, followed closely by Pleasant Plains as a team. Skipping ahead to Tuesday, I got to see a great volleyball game between Glenwood and SHG. The Titans need three to secure the win. It was a great back-and-forth affair. The young Titans are fun to watch, and SHG is a solid team led by Ava Hillier, one of the best setters in the state. On Wednesday night, I started with soccer. The Williamsville Bullets at Rochester Rockets. Rochester wins 2-0 in that one. Then I was at SHG for Pleasant Plains at SHG Volleyball. The Pleasant Plains Cardinals dominated that one, and like I've been saying, this team is really, really, really good. Watch out for the Cardinals. Let's get to what's coming up on Channel 1450 on Thursday night. We will have three soccer games, Lincoln at Rochester, Glenwood at SHG, and Springfield at Jacksonville. We will also have Glenwood at Williamsville Volleyball on Thursday night. On Friday, I am headed to Decatur for Rochester versus MacArthur football. We will also have highlights on Friday night from Athens at Olympia, SHG at Jacksonville, Lincoln at Springfield, Auburn and Plains, Pittsfield at Williamsville, and hopefully some Glenwood highlights as well. On Saturday, keep an eye on the big cross-country races at Detweiler Park. That's kind of an early who's who of who in the cross-country scene. On Monday night, Pleasant Plains Soccer's at Riverton and Glenwood plays against Quincy Notre Dame at Illinois College on Monday night as well. On Tuesday, U-High at Springfield High Soccer and Volleyball and Lincoln at Glenwood Soccer and Volleyball. Two great matchups in the CSA. Next Wednesday is Boys City Golf. That's what's coming up on Channel 1450. Let's get to this week's guest, Rochester senior Henry Beaker. All right, I'd like to welcome in Henry Beaker to the podcast this week. Um, I'm going to start with, uh, kind of something to open you up and see, see what you have to say. Uh, have you seen the viral clip of the, the TV interview where the kid, um, is getting interviewed talking about his team and he, he just calls everybody a dog? Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. So I want you to go through the defense and talk, not say dog, but yeah. talk about this defense and what everybody does well in this defense. Like, um, start wherever you want, talk about whoever you want, but get into this defense a little bit um so senior loaded we got we got a ton of seniors which is awesome uh everybody's really disciplined but you got we have parker Lyons as our middle linebacker and tyson Banyan. they're incredible athletes and incredible players they're they're both so smart and they they can hit. Now, didn't Parker play on the line last year, or was he has he always been the linebacker? Yeah, PO PO played uh, O line and linebacker last okay. year, and he's doing it again this year. Yeah, yeah. okay. And then uh, corners, we got Ednor, obviously Eddie. Eddie's Eddie's a crazy athlete, so fast and so explosive. And then we got Bryce, who's 
such a smart man. Like he, he just he knows football. And then D line, we got Carter Reese up front. D tackle, he's so big. He's, <laughs> he's so big. Nobody can move him. And then uh, we got Sweeney and Lance coming off the edge, which is incredible. Incredible pass rushers and their discipline. They get get the job done in the run game too. And then we got our our two juniors, our Tyler Rocher and uh, um, Aaron and Jamal Bramer. Aaron McDonald and Jamal Bramer have been uh-huh. rotating as our other middle linebacker, and they're they're both they're both incredible athletes. So I mean, Aaron's a great blitzer. And Ty's just, he flies to the ball and makes a bunch of plays. And then Nolan Rosowski, our strong safety, is so smart. He's already got two picks this year, so that's that's exciting. When you talk about this defense, and the first thing you said was seniors, um, how long has this core group been playing together? And, and what would you say is that you know core number of years yeah. that you guys have played together? So I didn't, I didn't even start playing until... Um, sixth or seventh grade but they parker bryce parker g and i mean they've all been playing since kindergarten so they they just love playing together it's awesome yeah um what is what is it about defense why why defense for you i mean outside of the fact that your dad's the defensive coordinator you i mean defense is defense is fun you get to just legally abuse people so it's, <laughs> it's awesome i mean you can't complain about that i mean it ain't, I, you just fly to the ball and make plays. You don't have to think much, especially because we, we all trust each other and we know the defense so well. I mean, we're not even thinking. We're just freaking running and playing because we just know everybody's going to be in the right spot. So it's awesome. Kind of look at the defenses, you know, three different lines. Which line is the best right now? Oh, I, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say I'd say our D-line linebackers are really good. Right. But yeah. Our but you guys already have what six picks this year or five? Yeah, we, we got five. I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, which is incredible. I mean, if we if we can average three turnovers a game for the rest of the season, <laughs> I'll be happy with that. That's pretty good. That's, that's some good numbers, three, three right there. especially if you're only playing a half. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's the thing. People were like after week one, it was like, oh, Rochester's offense isn't very good because they didn't have very many yards, and I was like. They took the ball over at the 30, 30 or 40 every time and, yeah. and scored in two plays. Like, there, was, there wasn't there was field to work with. You guys didn't give them that option. Yeah, hopefully hopefully we don't even have great numbers this year because, <laughs> I mean, that means we're just playing incredible. Um, let's go back to, like you said, you started playing football. What What's the first memory you remember of, you know, kind of being around football? Because your dad probably has had you around it since... Yeah. Yeah, I got. I, I mean, there's so many. I'm I'm so lucky to be a part of it because I have so many memories. Like I remember jumping off the stands at uh, Illinois after winning the state championship and trying to sneak on the field to celebrate with the team. And yeah, they're super strict there, so yeah. I didn't work too well. <laughs> no, but and I I also remember the bad times. Like I clearly remember Colin Stallworth crying, uh, walking off Altoff at Altoff. I mean, there's just a lot of great memories I've been able to be a part of. Because this program has been so successful. Now, were were you too little to remember when your dad was at Lanfear? Uh, I I remember a few players, but I don't remember much. Did you ever go to practice with him or anything like that, or was that kind of? They, they told me I they told me I did. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't like pinpoint anything. Yeah. So you, I mean, earliest football memories basically just 
Rochester, Rochester football. City. Rochester football. Uh, I remember visiting when, before my dad got the job. I remember coming to a game and being on the field with him, and that was that was awesome. Where? How old were you for the first state championship? Um, I'd be. Was it eleven? Did we win one? Yeah, I'd be. I think. Did ten or eleven? So I was. Seven, probably. Yeah. I was going into first grade or kindergarten, yeah. so I was probably seven. Um, at what age did you start to, you know, kind of fall in love with football and, you know, really? I I probably fell in love with football, honestly, playing Madden with my dad. That's probably when I, that's probably when I first, like, really loved football, just, like, I, I was playing, I remember playing online leagues with my dad against other players, and I just fell in love with it. And were you a soccer kid growing up, too? Yeah. I, I was always, a, I was more of a soccer kid than I was football growing up, but, I mean, you can't not play football yeah. at Rochester, the way I see it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Rochester soccer is bad by any means. No, they're, they're <laughs> a really good program. It's yeah. just the, the culture of football is incredible. Don't you wish it was a different season? I do. What I position did. would you play? Or did uh, you play? I, I would probably be a, a center attacking mid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you kicked last week because Locke wasn't there. Was, Locke's obviously a very good soccer player as well. It was a bad um, performance. <laughs> what? Uh, how did that come about? Is that just something that um, you said, okay, I'll do it? Yeah. <laughs> I. Well, I originally thought Locke was going to come mm-hmm. to the game, and I didn't find out until uh, Coach Warren came up to me on, <laughs> on Thursday and told me I was kicking, so I was like, all right. All right, whatever. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> um, like you said, growing up in Rochester, it's it's football all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that like being a part of such a culture where, I mean, like Derek talked about in the you know in the intro video that they play, where the, that decade of football will, will never be matched in Illinois history. Like, it's insane. What What is that like knowing, like, you're, you're coming into that and – what does that kind of bring to the table? Uh, I I think it's just the expectation. Like, we can't lose. That's the expectation every year is to go undefeated. And so, I mean, I, I would say it puts pressure on us, but I don't really think it does because we're just used to it, and that's that's how it's always been. Even in JFL growing up, like, you're Rochester football. You, you can't lose. That's the goal. So, I, I mean, it's just it's been fun because who doesn't like winning? Um, and then, you know, seeing your dad come home with a new state championship ring, yeah. um, it's just got to be like, okay, when is my turn? Yeah. I I can't believe we don't have one yet, but we're, we're shooting for it. Is that kind of scary that you guys are all seniors now? I mean, I don't mean to no, put that on you, but at the same time, like, obviously you guys have been through a lot in your high school career, whether it be, you know, you guys were the, the COVID kids in freshman, freshman year, and then now it's like, okay, you look at that game last year and what happened and what they went on to do yeah it's it's really weird for sure I I mean I don't even know if half of us have our future next year planned out because we're just trying to live in the moment right now and just have fun enjoy it Uh, how much do you feel like that COVID year kind of hurt development in terms of you know not necessarily you guys but you know football as a whole because I mean Kids need that freshman year to really get acclimated to high school football, and a lot of kids didn't get that opportunity, or, or yeah. it was hampered. Yeah, no, I, I think it definitely uh, affected us, but 
I mean, freshman year was the first year we really started lifting weights. And, mm-hmm. like, COVID was obviously not a good thing, but I don't think we would have lifted and gotten faster and stronger if we were in season. Like, I think not having, not, I mean, we had football, but, like, right. not having a real season, I think it, I think we, we took it in a good way and we got to work and I think we got better from it. Speaking of, kind of just a little side note, speaking of, you know, the weight training aspect, how much has, you know, bringing in HPC and, and those guys helped you guys develop in the last couple of years? Yeah, Coach Coach Albert and Coach Matt are amazing. They're, they're amazing people, and so is Ashley, uh, Albert's wife, but they're they're incredible. And we, if we win, they uh, they deserve 50% of this credit. <laughs> like, I mean, they, it's it's awesome. And what they're doing for us, they, they spoil the crap out of us, and I, I can't thank them enough. How much does that help to just kind of have that structure and just the, you know, the goal of, you know, you can walk into a weight room and say, "Hey, go lift weights." But it's like what those guys do is just—it's a—it's a at like the college level of yeah. you know the training and the. It's insane. I I can't believe they're doing it. To be honest, I mean, they just they they love they love the sport and they love Rochester and they they love us. They really do, and so they they're almost like another set of parents just always there for us how much does that help you guys too to just know okay this is what we have to do to get it done and you know we'll see the results i mean we've just we've always trusted albert and coach matt and they i mean they're setting us on the right path i mean we we, nobody's hurt yet besides parker obviously but i mean as long as we stay healthy i mean it's props to them because they're the ones doing it um when you look at you know kind of how you grew up and like you said defense the opportunity to play that side of the ball um at what point or how much do you focus on the the study aspect of it the the aspect of what your dad can teach you away from actual practice like you know what i mean like the things that you can learn from him and you know kind of understand how much does that help you yeah it i mean it helps a lot like like i said at this point we i'm not even thinking i'm just running around but just having having my dad not even just for me because he can tell me stuff and I'll text him real quick or like it's just it's really it truly is a, just one big family of people that just love each other so I mean we just <laughs> I don't even know we we just like don't have to nobody's scared to talk nobody's scared to say what they need to say we just we say it has there ever been a disagreement with you and your dad in terms of oh yeah all the time. What's the biggest one? Um, Without giving anything away, <laughs> I I remember there's been times where he'll he'll call stuff, and I mean I like he'll he'll call a cover two play, and I'm thinking they're gonna just run up the seam in the middle, and so I mean we've had disagreements like that all the time. Laura, I think we should be in cover three. He thinks cover two. I, I, I mean. It just happens. Who wins out in that situation? My dad, all yeah. the time, every time. So you just go along with what he says? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I usually don't say anything until after. <laughs> and then, and if, and if something bad happens, then I'll say it and be like, I told you. But, I, I, I mean, he always wins. If you look at – I always try to watch the sideline with you, with your dad and, you know, Coach Clark when they're trying to, you know, before the play call. Who looks at who and what are they calling? Um. So – my dad, my dad calls the plays, and he's he's yelling them to Coach Clark, and then Coach Clark's doing our signals, and so everybody on the defense looks at Coach Clark. 
For the, yeah, for the most part. But some, Rich, Coach Coach Mack, mm-hmm. he'll also do it, and he'll also he'll signal to the D line too. Coach Clark will signal to pretty much everybody, and then my dad will signal to DBs. What does your dad get from up top um, on defense? He he's weird about staying on the field and going up top. That's like he switches it every year. Almost. Except when he tore his Achilles. <laughs> yeah, then he, then, <laughs> then he was up top on the bleachers. But yeah, I mean, who's who's up top this year? Because usually it was Rich for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't even. I don't even. I think Mazzini's on top. Okay. I think, I think Coach Mazzini's on top. Yeah. Um, and are they able to like get anything to your dad before he calls a play in terms of you know just formations or um, anything? Yeah, I, I'm sure he does. But uh, we also, I mean, we're screaming, screaming what we're seeing when we see the formation. We're we're all yelling it. How much does it help your defense in terms of just the speed and being able to process things when? You're going against a Derek Leonard offense most of the time in practice. Yeah, it's fun because Coach Leonard is incredibly football smart, and he he just he knows what we're in. Like every once in a while, he'll step in at quarterback and he'll just dot us up. <laughs> but he just he likes he likes calling plays to mess us up for sure. At what point did you kind of realize what Derek Leonard and you know just the intelligence of him and, and football wise? Um, I would. I'd say uh I'd say I'd say my sophomore year when I when I started on defense that was that was probably when I realized like how smart they are and cuz that that's also like when I was like truly developing a football IQ and so yeah. I was getting smarter and I was still realizing how much smarter they are than me <laughs> so I'd say fresh or sophomore year I remember sitting with him one time watching a, a college game and it was just like obviously you can see different things from that angle than he can on the sideline, but like just the way the defense was lined up, he was like this guy's going to be open on this play, and yeah. it was, and that's the case, and that's a team that he's never seen before. Yeah, it's like, and I'm sure he does that with you guys on offense, where that's why he calls checks because it's like he'll see what the defense does on the first call, and then tell the quarterback who's going to be open. Is yeah. that pretty much what it is? Yeah, our our freeze plays. Yeah, it's just. Seeing seeing who jumps where and shifts to what and I mean, he he sees it like it's it just highlights in him. That's uh, gotta be terrifying for a defense. Oh, it's like it's scary. He he did it at the Illinois game. We went up to the Illinois game and he was calling their he was telling us what they were gonna do before amazing. they even snapped it. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, going back to, I know you don't want to, but last year's semifinal game. Yeah. Uh, in terms of mental and physical exhaustion. When it came to like the fourth quarter, where were you guys at on a scale of one to ten? We we were dead, to be honest. We we didn't have enough in us to finish, and which it's it sucks and it's it's sad to like say and admit, but we we needed to prepare better to in order to finish four quarters of that game. Well, just miss and missing the guys that you were. Yeah, we like obviously you had guys on the field, but missing the guy like Lichtenberger's out there on one half of a leg, half half a knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean Keaton was banged up, Parker was banged up. Wise Cup wasn't even playing. Wise right? Cup wasn't playing. Drew Davis got hurt before the season yeah. even started. That it's just it was just an endurance battle. I mean we lo- we beat ourselves. I truly believe that. Yeah. 
So did you watch the state championship game at all or no? I, I watched it, yeah. yeah. Was, uh, Were you rooting for them? Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't have been mad if they lost. Yeah. But I'd, 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 rather, I'd rather lose to the winners than lose to the loser. Yeah. I mean, what about the year before when they get trucked by JCA? Yeah. You see how good JCA was that year. Juliet was in... <laughs> They were scary, and I mean, I would have loved to play them. It would, I think, it would have been really fun, and I, I think we would have matched up better against them than SHU would have. But I mean, SHU won. They, yeah, they, they, they beat us. When you, how much do you like playing offense? What, what is that like for you now? With you know, just the options on this offense, and and why do you play both sides? Um. I I just uh, I I love football. <laughs> so I love just playing and being a part of it even if I'm just blocking the whole game. Mm-hmm. So but in terms of our weapons that we're we got some speed and we got some athleticism and it's awesome. I mean Ed Nor can probably run a faster forty than anybody in the CS eight and so can Mason. And Cannon can get the ball at any time. That's that's what I'm. I love this year is. I think I truly believe we have eleven plus guys that can get three touchdowns at any any game. Yeah, and we've seen it twice it really this year so far. Yeah, no. yeah, no, it's not a good fantasy <laughs> lineup. But I mean, you two weeks we got Nolan and Eli just going going off for three touchdowns, and it's it's awesome. It's so fun. And then. Talk about the quarterback situation. First of all, I want to go back to the summer when yeah. you know it's PG, and then what goes through your guys' head when PG goes down? When when PG got hurt, we were we were scared. Um, there was a while where we were like, oh, what are we going to do? But, I mean, Eli, Eli and Brian, they both stepped up. So did, I mean, even Tanner. He, Eli and Brian, though, they, they both stepped up, and they've been making plays. So, Like you talked about earlier about the senior group and how close you guys are. How much do you feel for PG at that moment? Just, I mean, knowing how much work he's put in. Uh, me and me and Parker have been friends since kindergarten. So to see Parker get hurt in our senior year, it's it's horrible. But I, I truly believe he's gonna come back and he's gonna be better than. I mean, he's gonna be our best player. When you showed what you guys could do this summer, at you know the Bears thing, the the Kentucky one, the. The state one in Chatham, like, yeah. Did that was that really? Were you guys really showing your full potential, or do you feel like there was plenty more to to go? Seven seven on seven is fun because I mean you're just learning really. You're just getting back into the swing of football, and you're just having fun. You can do whatever you want, and so I I don't think we showed our full potential, but I think we got a lot better and a lot smarter from it. Talk about the offensive line. What what do they do well, and why is this a good group? Especially if you know you're going to play a bigger team down the road. Yeah, I mean we got we got a few guys back and a couple new juniors, and they're they're awesome. I mean, what do we have? Eight rushing touchdowns this year. I mean, in two games, two halves. I you can't ask for much more than that. I mean, I'm. As a safety, if I see Parker Lyons pulling up to me, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm running. So it's just, it's awesome. And, I mean, nobody's getting around Carter. Jake Milliron stepped up this year. We, 
Alright, we didn't know who was going to play center this year, and he just stepped up and filled right in, he's been doing great, and Danny Dyer has got, Danny's Danny, and he's going he's gonna to give us everything he has every, every down, I truly believe that, and he's going he's gonna to get it done. On that first touchdown last week, I was just getting into the end zone, and so I kind of was on a wide shot when no one comes around the corner, yeah. but you just see... Two massive dudes, like, on both sides of him. And there's still, like, five yards in between <laughs> Nolan. So, like, I was like, there's no way, like you said, a safety is going to get in there. Mm-hmm. Even one linebacker is going to get stopped by one guy. Like, I'm, when those guys pull, I can't imagine that. I, w- I wouldn't mess with them. You're just as a defensive kind of player. missing as you run by. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoops, missed that tackle. Um, yeah, the, the run game, I mean, people have been saying, you know, you don't have a set running back, like, you know, the go-to guy, but I mean, no one can definitely be that guy, it seems like. Yeah, no no one will be that guy. Eli will get the job done in the red zone. Tyson, we have hardly used, really, at running right. back. Tyson is a scary man if he gets the ball. <laughs> and so, I mean, I, we don't need a we don't need a, a guy at running back because we got four. <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah. I mean, the way Derek's offense runs, I mean, you're... You're getting a handoff coming around, or yeah. Eddie is, or something. Mason, too. Yeah. yeah, Mason scored on that one, where it's like crazy. Um, going into the Peoria game, what was your guys' confidence level? Because your dad lied to me before the game and said <laughs> that he was very worried. Uh, we we were, we, we didn't know, we really didn't know how good of a game it was going to be. Uh, we assumed they were going to put up 50 points and we were going to put up 60. Like, I, I don't think there was ever a moment where we doubted ourselves winning that game. But I think we thought it was going to be a war. and But we brought the war to them in that first quarter, in that first half. I mean, you guys forced a punt on the first drive. But then I really felt like once Parker picks that ball off, it was like your defense just could feel the confidence of like okay this you know let's go yeah i've always been i've always been told growing up big time players make big time plays in big time games and that was a big time play and i mean after parker got that pick we just felt it and it was just we went up i think i think we scored that drive too and we went up 7-0 and i mean after that we just the train was rolling and it wasn't stopping how miserable would that bus ride been back with no ac if you guys would have lost it Instead of one that way. <laughs> it would have been horrible. It, it would have been really bad. Um, what what do you really talk about as, you know, the goals for this year? Because, I mean, the shutout last week, first CSA game, I mean, two running clocks. You're not playing in the second half. I mean, obviously you have to look ahead and say, I mean, what do you talk about as the realistic goals that you guys feel like you can achieve? Uh we want to be undefeated, for sure. Uh, undefeated all the way to state championship, and I think our other big, our other biggest goal is to be the best defense to ever play at Rochester. And we've all been saying it, we've all been thinking it, but we we we've done it for two weeks. I I truly believe we've done it for two weeks, but we still have twelve more. So it's a lot. Yeah, we got to We got to keep getting better because. We're gonna play some good teams down the road, so it's it's gonna be fun. Who is the who is that mark? Who is the best Rochester? Twenty ten, before the year before my dad got here, twenty ten. They're the best defense. Why? They incredible, incredible athletes, incredibly smart. We got a few of them coaching now, so I mean, 
So they let you know that they were the best. Uh, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't come out and, and say it. But I, I mean, everybody knows. How good was that defense with Deontay and Avante playing safety? Uh, their their senior Mikey up front and yeah. you know all those guys. Their their senior year they were really good, but I think they beat themselves their junior year. Yeah, I don't think they realized what it took to win, but I think their senior year they their leaders their leadership pulled it together and they they were awesome, incredible athletes. You like you said you've always been around that you were at that game in Belleville and um, you've always been around it. What is that? like for the Rochester football program to have, you know, all the coaches, kids always right there just as a part of, like, everyone's little brothers just on the sidelines. Yeah, it's it's fun. I, I mean, me and Brody grew up in it, and, I mean, it, we just, we got to interact with the football players. I mean, we were messing with them. They were picking on us, and it just makes it more of, like, a, a brotherly environment. And it's just, like, I look at Austin now, but, like I just see myself doing the same things he did, whether it's like throwing a football at a player, and mm-hmm. just things like that. It's just it's fun. At what point do, did the mindset kind of switch for you of like being that little kid around those guys and then saying, okay, I'm about to be one of these guys? Yeah, um, probably my my sophomore year when um, when. Uh, I was playing with Johnny and all of them because I still look up to them. They're, Johnny is Johnny Neal is an incredible person and and player. So I, I mean, I'd say my sophomore year. What did you learn from, like you said, playing sophomore year that you take into a senior year? Just in terms of how can you quantify the experience of that? Like, yeah, no. And what, what people don't like really realize is we had a lot of a lot of sophomores that were getting playing time, and so us all being able to play sophomore year really helped our development to to now. And when you come into your senior year with that knowledge, and also two years of experience and two years of, of weight training and stuff like that, yeah. can you physically and mentally kind of feel that difference of? Oh, I'm walking into a game with so much more than than I had then. Yeah, we we've all gotten bigger and faster and stronger. I mean, Carter's benching freaking 400 pounds, squatting like he's incredibly strong, and it's terrifying. And me, uh, Bryce, and Ednor have gotten so so much faster, so much stronger. It's just it's awesome to see that our the amount of work we're putting in is making us better. You talked about it a little bit earlier where you said a lot of us don't know what we're doing next year. But for you, what is what do you want to do? What is the goal? Do you want to play football at the next level? or? Uh, I think I do, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not 100% certain on what I want to do, but I, I think I want to play football at co- in college. Offense or defense? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever is best, I'll, I'll play. Um, do you see yourself following your dad's path in terms of coaching someday or no? I could, I could definitely see it happening. I just I don't know where and when and what I'm doing, but I could I could see it happening. Do you think that the experience that you have now with your dad and playing for your dad will help you to be able to not only communicate with a defense better, but I mean, does it help you now to communicate with your teammates better? Yeah, it. I mean, just 
Growing, growing up around coaching has definitely helped me become a, a better leader. And I think even even all my friends, I think I think half of them could coach football anywhere they wanted. I think Bryce could coach, Parker could coach, Tyson could coach, Carter, Lance, Swainy. Like the the list really just keeps going because we just we got a great group of guys and they're everybody's so smart. It also doesn't hurt that you have probably. I'm probably insulting a few, but eight to ten guys on your coaching staff that could be head coaches anywhere in Illinois and yeah. succeed yeah. and make the playoffs. We're we're so blessed. We have, we I we have the best coaches in Illinois, and I stand by that <laughs> for forever. Like we're we're so lucky. Even even the the newer coaches like Coach Swain, Coach Mazzini, they, I think they could coach anywhere they wanted to. And how much does that, you know? Obviously, you don't know any different, but how much does that prepare you guys for a game when everything that can possibly have you guys ready, they are doing and they have at your fingertips? Like, when you walk into a Friday night, there's, like you said, there's not anything that you're not prepared for. Yeah, no, we haven't, they're they're our biggest advantage over anything, because we, we I truly believe like we have the we have D one coaches everywhere and it's it truly makes it like they we stress like they stress film so much we're all watching film all the time preparing for the games and I mean when you're when you're you have that when you're prepared you lose fear thinking like things that could get in the way during a football game, you just lose it all because you just trust trust yourself and you trust everybody else. And that's got to be fun, just mentally saying, okay, I am I know where I need to be, so I'm just going to go out there and yeah. do it all. Yeah, it makes it makes football ten times easier. I know we're recording this early in the week, so you probably aren't too into it, but as you look ahead to MacArthur and see not only what they did against Jacksonville, but just... The athletes that they have, the, the freshman, the freshman kid who scored like eight touchdowns already this year. Yeah. Um, how excited are you guys for that another challenge where you go into a week? Sometimes this year where you're not going to get challenged. This yeah. this week is one of those weeks. It is for sure, and I mean, they're. I promise you, they're more athletic than we are. They got that running back's a stud and freshman. He's crazy, and they got some good receivers, and it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. Do you like? Away games like this more or home games like this more? Home games. Uh, I love home games. Yeah, I, the environment for me, and I think I can speak for our whole team, is just different when we're at home. I was pretty impressed last week. Usually the Rochester crowd isn't great until like the semifinals, yeah. but there was a really good crowd for yeah. a week two game. It was awesome, and I, it makes it makes it so much different. I mean, it's just so much fun. Just seeing everybody out there just changes your mind our student section was incredible they were they were so loud and having fun too that's the other thing like it'd be different if they were all just standing there and just watching the football game but they're all up screaming they're all everybody's having fun and it just it it can bring a community together do you ever feel bad for the cheerleaders to have to do so many (laughs) push-ups yeah i i I don't know how they do it i couldn't (laughs) you couldn't do 58 push-ups Maybe. I, I could, but <laughs> they, uh, I guess they stop at 50, and so when, I, I guess I was kicking an extra point to get to 50 or something like that, and so they they were, they were said they were going to 
punch me if if I missed <laughs> it because they'd have to do a bunch more. That's funny. Um, I know it's football season, but I want to touch a little bit on basketball because you're, you know, a basketball player too. Um, what is what's that like for you? You know, going from football to basketball, and you know, I mean, it's no secret. Like Rochester football is at the top of the CSA. Rochester basketball has been at the bottom of the CSA. Yeah. What is that like? Uh, it's I, I like it because uh, when when you play football for twenty whatever straight weeks, like it. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love it, but having that quick change right into basketball in a completely new scenario it just it's a new it's a new challenge it's a new thrill so me I mean we'll all be uh, dribbling basketballs all season and trying to keep our shot (laughs) but it'll be fun Um, what's it been like to see this program improve with you guys yeah that's awesome because when when they were as good as they were it's it's hard to improve, but I, I I really do think like Rochester football is not stopping anytime soon. When when you like my little brother's grade, they're they're freshmen right now. I think they're going to be a great team, and even the grades under that, Carter Reese has a little brother, Parker Lines has a little brother. Like the the tradition, I don't think is going to stop for a while. Yeah. Um, what do you like about basketball? Um, I like. I like CSA basketball because it it's just the high tempo and just constantly going. It doesn't stop, and it I mean it's just it's another challenge. And, it, and I, I don't know. It's just I love basketball because it's 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 fun getting after it and just competing. Mentally, you have a big advantage on the football field because of you know your the background and you know your your preparation on that side of things. Is there anything that you do different in basketball in terms of that? Because it's a completely different mental game. Yeah, you just you don't have as long to prepare for each game, and but I, we still watch film and we still we still get a scouting report of who we're playing. But for the most part, we know like we know who the guys are and who, who isn't. But it's, I mean, we try to we still we still prepare very well, and I think that I think we prepared better last year than we did. In the in prior years, and I think that's props to Tony Gavin because I think he's bringing that uh, bringing that aspect of it back, and I think it's what's making us better. And like last year, we had the best record in so many years, so I, I think we're gonna keep improving there too. Can you feel that excitement level of you know guys are getting better, and that yeah. that's only gonna keep going if you put yeah. in the work? Yeah, no, I think. The biggest thing in the past, I feel like, has been numbers, and the fact that we were able to win so many games last year and the year before that, too, I think it's making people want to come out and play, and I think it hopefully it'll boost boost the basketball. What do you look at as you know the realistic goal for basketball for you guys? Um, I'd say our goal is to to beat our record last year and just keep getting better. I think 20 wins was our goal last year, and I don't think we we didn't get it. So I'd say 20 wins again, and we we need we need a regional win. We 
fell short twice to Springfield, so uh, we need we need one. What is it about Tony and his coaching that you enjoy? Uh, he he's he's just fun. He's not, like nothing's ever like that's what's also fun about the switch from football to basketball is. I mean, you're getting chewed out in football, and then you go to basketball, and it's 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 still we still get a lot done, and we still work really hard, but it's not as like I don't think Tony's just gonna go up to every single kid and and scream at them like that's he's not that kind of coach. Which football coach does that? Oh, I mean, <laughs> Coach Nelly will do it. Clark will Clark will really really cuss you out, and then uh, Leonard. We'll yell at you, get in your face. My dad, obviously. What is your favorite subject in school? Uh, I'm a math guy. I like math. I like, I like numbers. Okay. What What are you gonna do with that? Do you think? Um. I've, do you have any plans for what you're gonna study? I don't know. I don't know completely what I'm gonna do yet. But I've thought about engineering. I just don't know what type of engineering I would do. And then physical therapy is my other option right now. Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. Good luck this week. Appreciate it. A big thank you to Henry for his time. That was a great conversation. A lot of fun talking football, talking Rochester, talking coaching, and all that good stuff. Best of luck to him this season and in his future. Thank you all for listening. As a reminder, there is no sponsor for this podcast, so if you're interested, please reach out. Thank you for listening. Please share if you enjoyed it. I will see you next week.